0: All right, welcome to Real Estate Success. I'm your host, Mina Badros, here today with Alma Guardiani. Alma, great to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: For sure, Alma. Uh, before we dive into real estate stuff, I'd love for people to get to know who you are. So, uh, without mentioning any professional accomplishments, can you just tell people a little bit about Alma?
1: Yes. So I am Philadelphia raised, and I got my real estate license about two and a half years ago. And you were one of my teachers. So that's how I've met you. And yeah, I've basically dove in right away and I used to be a store manager at a children's boutique. So I was familiar with working with the public and I decided to do something that, you know, would benefit me more financially, basically. So that's why I'm here.
0: Cool. So, um, you know, I'm going to ask you to expand a little bit more about that. Why? Why real estate, right? You you mentioned a little bit, uh, you know, benefit you more financially, but if you can elaborate and... More reasons as to why you picked real estate?
1: So I always thought about it. And unfortunately, a lot of, you know, thinking that nights and weekends would be compromised with family kind of deterred me from starting. Mm -hmm. But once COVID hit, everything changed and I realized, you know what, it's, I'm good with people. I like helping people. This is probably one of the biggest decisions that people make and um i wanted to you know help them be a part of it i wanted to flip and do all the those things but i didn't have the financial means to even start and i i realized you know what if i at least get my license i can learn more about real estate and you know just stepping stones into future goals and covid allowed me to have a flexible schedule with it with having kids and being a mom and a wife and i realized that it didn't have to be nights and weekends because people were working from home more, so it really was to my benefit. And during COVID, I went to school virtually, so I was able to also handle that as well.
0: Awesome. So if you can touch a little bit more on that, how you're able to balance kind of your time um, with your real estate business and also you know make sure you're uh, catering the time to your family that you want to.
1: It's super hard, especially being a woman, because you know we have the stress of just supposed to have everything together. So I have a planner and everything, business, personal, kids, all goes into one planner so that I'm not looking in 10 different places in order to figure out the day. And, you know, just being completely organized and making sure you write everything down. I can't do it in the phone. It doesn't work for me. Um, It never has, and it probably never will. But just writing everything down literally to the minute (laughs) helps me keep everything on top of it. And, you know, I, I, the kids are older now they are in school full time. So that was another reason why the timing of real estate school worked because I started when my son started kindergarten. So I was able to really focus and there's aftercare there's, you know, if I ever had stuck or ended up having showings, I could send him there. So it was really more about the timing. I don't know how women do it when they have babies at home, newborns and little ones god bless (laughs) i don't know how they do it and i always offer my services to them and say if you need any help as the realtor let me know i'm here (laughs) so
0: that's awesome no thank you for for those tips um it's been exciting watching your real estate career kind of unfold and take off and uh, you, you know you had a strong start especially compared to a lot of realtors who kind of uh get in the business and don't know what to do so what do you contribute uh that to?
1: I, when I started, I took every single lead possible, even if it was rentals. And I worked them. I think my first year I ended up having 39 rentals wow. because I, I took it as a learning curve. Um, I set up tours. We didn't just go see one rental. We went to see a few. And that way I got used to booking things on showing time and scheduling you know, my time and creating all of that in order to then be able to, you know, sell houses and just every, I took everything I possibly could and I just worked and I just kept going, kept my head, you know, focused and straight. And um, yeah, I think the first year I, I did 39 rentals and I ended up winning rookie of the year over off of my gross commission. And when I look back, I did make, you know, a pretty penny doing that, and it was hard, but I got to learn, and I got to meet other realtors, and that's my biggest advice I would give a new agent: just take everything and anything that you can just to learn, because you know that's the best way to learn is by doing.
0: I love that. Uh, were there any things that you did that you quickly learned, or things not to do, and uh, that you you would avoid starting over?
1: Definitely, the one thing that we all have in common no matter how much money you have or don't have is time. Mm. And you have to make sure that you're not wasting your time. So before you book that rental tour, you have to ask some tough questions and just make sure that the client is open and honest with you so that you can also help them. Because if, you know, if they have credit issues or this issue or that issue, you can kind of call the agent and let them know, Hey, listen, this isn't going to be a perfect straight through, you know, tenant, but, you know, this, this, and that. And that kind of avo- helps you save time and be able to help people. And they trust you because they know, you know, you're, you're working for them to help them.
0: For sure. Um, how did your, you know, real estate career kind of evolve? You know, from the time you started till now, um, what have you learned? What are you doing different, right? What have you kind of changed about just how you approach the business?
1: So... I have a motto that I treat everyone the same. I don't care if it's a million dollar house, $200,000 house. I don't care if you're the president's daughter, whomever you are. I treat everyone with respect. I treat them all the same. And if it doesn't work out, I, you know, I would say, congratulations. I'm happy you found something. If you ever need anything from me, let me know and just keep going. I mean, they're the one thing that I, have learned a lot from is the failures because as much as you can see, Oh, I almost sold X amount of houses this year, but you don't see that. I've also have seen people that I did speak to that did not use me. And those stick with you and they, and they stay with you. But I try to learn from them and realize I'm not going to get everyone's business and not everyone's going to hit it off with me. And, but I just keep going. And if they ever, you know, do end up calling in the future, and keep in touch in some way, shape or form, then, you know, um, I'm willing to go there. I just wish the best for everyone and hope that in return, you know, karma, I believe in karma. So
0: awesome. Thank you for sharing that, um, before real estate and your prior experience, what, what did you do and what kind of transferable skills did you take, uh, in, into real estate?
1: So as I said, I was a store manager at a children's boutique, and I was in charge of inventory and working with people and selling baby clothes, and I knew every baby that was born in the area. Um, Social media helped with a lot of that. I kind of like knew the community, and we also did communion dresses. We did um, Say Yes to the Dress Salon. It was eventually called Blessed in the Dress, where we had an experience where the little girls would come in and the moms and grandmoms and we would let them try on. And it was really nice. So just the people skills part. um, I've always been a people person. Um, I can, you know, I have a good personality in that sense where I can make people feel comfortable And I can deal with a lot of different personalities, which is a plus in this business because (laughs) everyone has a different personality and not everyone can get along with one another. So that's the main point. And I used to book the appointments for that. So I was on the phone constantly booking appointments and, you know, and doing all of that. And this business, you're on the phone all of the time. So if that didn't help me prepare, I I don't know what else would (laughs) have
0: Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. I think, you know, a lot of people bring transferable skills into the business and so not everyone sees it that way when they're starting out. And I think it's uh, really key to to leverage that. Right. Because you right. already have that experience and it, it works here. It uh, just might look a little different. Right. right. Uh, what do you enjoy uh, about about what you do now about this business?
1: My favorite, favorite thing is that first-time homebuyer. There's no other feeling like helping someone buy their first home. And I'm learning more and more that the younger kids are getting hip to the fact of, you know, this is where it's at. And I wish I would have known what I know now when I was 20, but I didn't. And that first, that feeling of giving them the key, you know, and saying, congratulations, you are now officially a homeowner is the best feeling. And I don't think that'll
0: ever go away. Yeah, no, it's very exciting. I remember my my first home, my early twenties, and my lender was like, you know, congratulations, now you are you own a piece of the American dream. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's a that's, that's right. a big deal. I didn't think about exactly. it that way. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you were starting all over again, what would be the first thing or the first few things you would do as a real estate agent? Hmm.
1: that's a good question. I, I would do it all the same because I'm I'm doing pretty well and it's gotten me to this point and I'm just every day getting up and doing what I have to do and trying to follow up. My my biggest follow up is I do get their social media at the closing table, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, both. I think that that's the easiest way to keep in touch, and I get to see if they post. Oh, look at my I painted this wall and. And I just, I love seeing that too after. And that way you don't have to be in front of their face all the time, like texting, calling emails, but they see what you're doing. You see what they're doing. And that's a great way to keep in touch.
0: Awesome. Are there uh, things that you do consistently on a a daily basis or weekly basis uh, to kind of, you know, help you do, do well in business as you have been doing?
1: I definitely have a list of like clients that I try to follow up with texting, calling, um, I'm not shy to do that. You know, I could have someone, I even texted everyone um, that I was going to be on HGTV House Hunters. I took the time to do that because I thought that it was a big, like promotion and exposure. And now I'm starting to dive into more mailers. So I've been doing a few of those. And I think that that's going to hit people that aren't, don't know me, that aren't on social media. And um, I'm going to probably do a lot more of that as the months, you know, come.
0: Awesome. And now uh, you were just on HGTV House Hunters. Uh, tell me how, how that came about.
1: So my broker sent an email and it seems like I was the only one who got it <laughs> <laughs> because I was the only one who did it. But um, yeah, I, I emailed the, pro, uh, the producer and had a Zoom meeting and then ended up finding clients that it worked for them. And yeah, it aired on August 1st and it's on repeat. It's season 236, episode eight, HGTV House Hunters.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Be sure to be sure to check that out. Cool. Um, What's next for you? I mean, you mentioned a few things you're doing, you know, with the mailers, but what's kind of uh, next for you, big picture in your business?
1: I have a dream of one day being able to create a development in New Jersey. Now -hmm. that I have my New Jersey license, where I would have single family homes designed with old Architectural features as well, not just new construction. And yeah, a little surprises there too to make it work for, you know, like a condo living for the grandparents. I'm just, that's my like future, future goals. So I hope within the next five years I can achieve that.
0: That's awesome. Whereabouts in New Jersey?
1: I don't know. I guess I would have to see what land is available. And I know it's crazy right now. So you know, something to, to make it work in the future. So, if anyone's interested, give me a call.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, let me ask you, uh, deeper kind of why? Uh, just curious as to you know. I don't. Why that's I, it universe. literally
1: it came to me because I I gotta be honest. I don't love the new construction that I see. I feel like it's mm-hmm. cold, and it's not like I, I wouldn't want that. I want. I would want to build a, a development because obviously there's a shortage of homes. And I would want to build a development that brought in older features, older doors, like just something different that people would really love. And it would be new obviously, but then still have an old charm to it that I think would be a huge success. And putting in, like I said, like a condo area for the grandparents would be a smart idea because, you know, as everyone has to work, both people have to work nowadays. So grandparents need to be nearby to help.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I hear that. And I feel that having little ones myself. Right. Um, cool. So, um, you know, you mentioned you got started with rentals. You're very strong in rentals. What would you say to agents who kind of don't want to do rentals or shy away from rentals because uh, they want to focus on a bigger check?
1: Don't do it. <laughs> so a lot of the rentals did become house purchases, whether it would be a referral to you know, someone that they knew or the year, the year later when the lease went up and you have them, you never know who you're meeting with a rental. And a lot of the rentals that I got were also younger kids who, you know, they're not ready yet, but one day they will be. And like I said, every person you meet is an opportunity for that referral. So if you just work hard, you know, do what you got to do. Um, you just never know where, what it could lead to. I definitely think that doing those rentals year one led to maybe three houses sold in year two. So it's a big deal and just take everything you can. Don't think that you're, you know, too good to do certain things because that's how you you learn. And just even that other agent on the listing side, seeing your name, when you book the appointments, they're going to know, oh, who's this person? You know, they keep showing all my rentals. And then right. one day when you go to put an offer in, you have their number, you have, you know, a relationship with them. And that's the one thing that I didn't realize with real estate, that other realtors are not your enemy. If anything, yeah, they, <clears throat> you guys, we've all worked together. And... I've gotten a ton of realtor referrals, whether it be to Jersey, PA, vice versa, just because I get along with them as well and learning from them and rooting for them. Like we're all in this together. And I don't know why it didn't click when I was going to school until I was actually involved. I'm like, wow, we are all in this together. And, you know, let's just be nice and professional and work together. And the more you do that with people, the more people will want to work with you, the more your deals get accepted. So especially in Jersey,
0: (laughs) For sure. I mean, I always say collaboration is better than competition. And exactly. uh, it's, it's also more fun that way.
1: Uh, right. And haul. I, you know, I think of the bigger picture because one day, like, especially older realtors, I'm not going to want to keep doing what I'm doing at a certain <laughs> age. And I'll be like, oh, this is this person. Here you go. Here's a referral. <laughs> so, right.
0: Right. Did you uh, do anything intentionally to kind of convert a lot of that rental business into, um, you know, sale business?
1: Yes. So, um, you know, when the interest rates were much lower, it did not make sense at all to rent. Mm -hmm. So I really, really like dug in people's ear and said, listen, this is the time if you want to buy you. And then, you know, if it just worked out and a few of the, the renters did, and now they're so happy that they did when they did. And then they kind of might be able to move on and rent the whole place out, you know, pretty soon and then buy another home. So with the younger crowd, I try to do that. I try to tell them, listen, just buy your first house so that you don't have to pay rent, but then use it as an investment property to pay right. for your next home and keep going with it. And um, so far so good. But um, yeah, I think that that's, now it's a little bit harder because of the interest rate. Um, Because now the, the mortgage is just it's a little too high for you know before but I still think that it's better than ripping up the rent money every month you're making someone right. else rich so
0: did you say uh, you' you're paying the mortgage uh, either way whether it's yours right. or the landlords right 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 yeah awesome um was there anything when you got into real estate that threw you off that you didn't expect uh, just from from the industry?
1: Well I didn't expect um. Well, everyone thinks it's so easy. It's a go, show a house and do this and that. And, you know, I probably thought it too. Um, I posted under contract on my first listing and it fell through. And I will never, ever, ever post under contract ever again because that means nothing. Under contract just means the work is actually starting to begin now. You have to worry about inspections, appraisals, you know, if the person goes and takes out a credit card, like it's just so many obstacles that come at you, come at you, come at you that I didn't, I didn't expect all of that. And I, and you know, I, I was getting very stressed and frustrated when things weren't going as planned. But then I realized about 98% of those issues got to the closing table. Maybe two did it. Maybe a couple did not. And it was like a major issue. So I was like, I'm just going to take it with a grain of salt. I'm going when I when an issue comes my way, I will try to figure it out even before talking to the client, because sometimes Mm -hmm. there's no point in involving them. If you can get it figured out, they don't even know that there was a bomb that just fell (laughs) And then, (laughs) you know, take it to A, B, C. So that's the one thing I I didn't I wasn't prepared for, but quickly found out like, oh, my God, this under contract means nothing.
0: Yeah. It's not a done deal until, uh, you it know, the keys like are changed, pretty much. Right. Um, and I agree with you. I mean, in, in real estate, there's a lot of problems that come up and I think one of the, one of the roles that we have is just to be uh, problem solvers. Right. Right. Just to see what problems we have and how we can uh, solve it so we can get, get things moving to the closing table.
1: Yeah. And I also believe that, you know, with title, with lenders, with appraisals, like I am not sitting here, you know, and I'm not gonna try to do someone's job for them. Like my job as a realtor is that, and then I expect everyone else to do. And I even tell my client, listen, this is the mortgage department, like call them directly. I'm not gonna even talk about it because that's not what I'm, you know, supposed to be doing.
0: Yeah, I think uh, one thing as realtors, we sometimes assume too much liability because we're overly involved. Um, and sometimes it comes out of like wanting to be helpful, but we also have to understand, like you just said, there's other professionals involved. And that that we are don't supposed need to... to answer
1: those questions and 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 help. Exactly. So I try, I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, if you uh, rapid fire questions before I let you go, okay. I, it's been great. And thank you for this conversation. Thank you For sure. If you were starting out brand new again, uh, what is one piece of advice you would give new agents? Just work. Work hard. Come
1: into your office. Meet other realtors. uh, Let them know you're new. Don't be afraid to let anyone know that you're new because Mm -hmm. you are going to make mistakes. And, you know, it'll just humble you in a way that people will respect that. So I, I said it from early on. Hey, listen, uh, this is my first lease. If you know, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, and try to see if anyone in your office, I mean, we were set up with mentors, and I had an amazing one. So that's very important, because you need someone to call when you have questions, because you can only learn so much in school.
0: Right. And you don't really learn much about. The transaction itself.
1: Right. So definitely go into your office, see if they have any help that they can provide. Um, And don't be afraid to, you know, let the person you're working with know, hey, this is my first deal. Like if it comes up, for example, like don't act like, you know, you're the biggest and best because you won't get far if you do that. And then... Um, yeah, don't be afraid to even tell the other listing agent that you showed the rental to or the house to this is my first transaction they if they're anywhere like they they'll remember their first transaction. so they will help you how you know they want to make it happen too. So don't be afraid to just be humble and say that you're new.
0: yeah, no, I great advice. What would you say to agents who have been? licensed for a few years, but uh, are struggling uh, or who haven't done much, um, you know, with their license or their business, but want to?
1: I think that this business, you have to either do it a hundred percent or not because it's just, it's really, I don't know. I don't know how some people work full time and do this. That's, that's really, really hard. Like to be successful, you have to be in it all the way because if not, you won't have any time for, for anything.
0: Right. Um, what would you say if you were speaking on stage at a real estate conference, what would be kind of your message to, uh, to the real estate professionals in the audience?
1: I guess I would say, you know, just work hard. I don't even look at the numbers. I just, and then I walk into the office and they're like, Oh, you're top whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I am. Good. I'm <laughs> gonna good. Keep going. Uh, I, you know, just focus and and do right by people. Be kind, you know, um, have patience. This business, you need a lot of patience. And yeah, if you if you just sit there and focus and do what you're supposed to do and treat everyone with respect and be kind, there's no way that you won't succeed And and just work. You know, don't just sit there and expect everything to come to you. You have to go out and get it.
0: Awesome. I, I love the the simplicity, uh, yet the fundamentals in, in that message. And uh, it is uh, absolutely true. So thank you so much. Uh, you. I'm a great, having you a great conversation. And uh, I look forward to, you know, keep watching your exciting career unfold. And uh, maybe we'll do another interview at some point. So.
1: All righty. Sounds good. Thank you so much.
0: Right. Yep. Have a go one.
1: You too.